0: Praise the Lord, Saints. I'm Pastor Andre Matthews with my wife, Janet Matthews, of Truth Ministries out of Bolingbrook, Illinois. To learn everything about us, go to our website at www.truthministries.info. We are here at WCKG 1530 AM and 102.3 FM out of Elmhurst, Illinois, every Sunday, live, 830 to 9. Join us. Until then, enjoy the show. Out of Elmhurst, Illinois, every Sunday at 8.30 a.m. We're also live on Facebook.com Search Truth Ministries. Welcome my LinkedIn brothers and sisters throughout the world. Today's lesson, we're dealing with warning, warning. This is a major warning to all of us, saints. And by the way, Happy New Year. This is our first show in 2018. Get your Bibles and come along with us in this truth, this word in truth. Saints, I got a phone call in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, from a woman that had just been brutalized by her boyfriend. And she, I listened, and I'm very careful about listening to women that are in abusive relationships because what you tell them, all they're going to do is go back and tell the guy once they let him back in. So I listened, and I listened, and I listened. I listened to all that they were saying and basically saying I am – into the Bible. I'm reading my Bible, but my boyfriend is not. And lo and behold, this is the first time that he jumped on me and woo, 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 and I feared for my life. Saints, and the word that I heard inside of my belly as we told her to run for her life. As we told her that, I felt a check-in in my spirit like I had did something wrong or told something, some wrong In my spirit, so as I got off the phone with the young lady, said a prayer for her and her boyfriend. I listened because I was troubled in my spirit, and then all I heard was a word down on the inside, warning, to warn people of the impending dangers that we're in, and the word came forth. And today's lesson is dealing with a warning to all believers to understand what the Bible is really telling us. And the Bible is, in essence, a giant warning to us, the believers. Warning, warning is the lesson today. The Bible is saying the same thing over and over and over again. And basically, in essence, what it's saying, what we're being taught salvation is, it isn't. So the warning is, warning, warning. Let's get into the word. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, leaving one level, going into another level, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith, to God. So therefore, salvation, the truth ministries teaches, is a progression of to faith to faith to faith to faith. Uh religions tell you you do one thing and you saved automatically. We don't teach that. That's a lie. Salvation is a process that will take your entire life. It consumes our entire life. But a lot of us are falling into the trap. Of Romans chapter twelve, Romans chapter twelve and one. This is God has an order of doing things, a method of operations of trying of making us saved. But because of religions, God is saying, "My people destroyed for lack of knowledge." Because God has given us pastors after His own heart that feeds us with knowledge and understanding, but. As everything, what God does through Christ, Satan also does through the enemy. And what he has done is made a separate salvation, an imitation salvation that looks like the real thing, but is really a fake. And what we are warning you today, there is a fake salvation out here. An automatic guaranteed salvation that is not the truth. That we're warning you and warning you of the Bible. Simple, basic foundations of truth that people don't know. The found, One of the foundations of, of truth about the Bible is that the Bible is not written to sinners. The Bible is written to the church. So all these warnings and warnings is to the believer. And Old Testament and New Testament, when you go into the Old Testament... God was sending his prophets to his children, his people, and tell them they have been turned. You have been changed. You have drifted away from God. Come back to me. You have drifted away from me into the arms of Satan. All the prophets of Old Testament is God is sending the prophets to the church or the temple, the synagogue, to tell the Jews, come back to me, you've drifted away. That's the Old Testament. Now, the New Testament is Paul and Peter and the apostles writing two letters to the church to tell them, warning, warning, you've drifted away from God. You're not serving God the right way. God is not accepting our servitude. God is not accepting our praise, our worship, our tithes. He's not accepting nothing we do for him because we have been transformed or conformed To our twin. You have a twin. I have a twin. You have a twin. Your twin is your enemy. The battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. The battle, the devil's been defeated for over 2,000 years. But you have to defeat you. Just like I have to defeat my old me to be transformed into the new me. Let's go into the word. What does that mean? My biggest enemy is me. It's not the devil. Let's go into the Word and look at uh, Romans 12 and 1. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So that means I have to come out of sin. And the woman that was talking to me in, in the wee hours of the morning scared because her boyfriend had just beat her up, she began to give me a quick synopsis into her life. She says, I'm turning towards God. I'm in the church. I'm reading my Bible. I'm studying the Word of God. But just like all of us, we all try to make us a life, a life that feeds our flesh, but yet trying to feed our spirit at the same time. But in essence, at a certain time and season, God brings about a sanctification, a set apart from those people that are not in your circle, that are not for you. He separates people from us that mean us no good. But yet, a lot of times, we as believers go back and get those same devils that God is trying to get rid of out of our lives. Those things that are separating us from God, but yet we have a heart for God. But yet we're going towards God, but yet something is pulling us back into that old man. But God is trying to move us into the new man that is saved, but the enemy's using things and distractions to bring us back into that old man where there is no salvation. That place where it's a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. They were forever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So how do I change this? How do I be transformed into this new man? Paul is giving us the remedy right here in Romans chapter 12 and 1. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. In Galatians chapter 5, 1 Corinthians 6, chapter 9 through 11, Colossians chapter 3, Paul gives a whole list of sins that said, if we continue to do these things, we will not inherit the kingdom of God. So therefore, once I get a description of the lust of the flesh that we all desire at one time or another, whether it's fornication, adultery, self-gratification, drunkenness, uh, getting high, or filthy language, or partying, or gambling and coveting, whatever these things are, which are feeding our flesh, our feel goods and our thrills, and mind you, every one of us have some feel goods. All of us. The Bible says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I've run into many church folk and Christians say I don't do that nasty stuff no more. But the Peter said it's not the putting away the filth of the flesh that saves us, but a good conscience toward God By the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So you can stop doing those lustful, sinful things and still be on our way to hell. Because, mind you, the knowledge, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, got two sides. The devil and Satan got two sides, people. He got a good side and an evil side, but it's the same tree. There's two parts the devil and Satan, he got two sides. There's a way unto man that seems righteous unto him, but in the end, they're the ways of destruction. That's why today's lesson is warning, warning people, beware those of us who think we're saved, but we're really not. Let's analyze our life. It's not the putting away the filth of the flesh. Well, I don't fornicate no more. I don't commit adultery no more. I don't get high no more. But that doesn't mean we're saved. Today's lesson is warning, warning. Let's get back into the Logos and check the Logos by my life. Not with what I say with my mouth, but what I'm doing. Paul said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy accept the one to God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12 and 2, and be not conformed to this world. That means shaped after this world system. World, the Greek word for world is cosmos, an order. God has an order to gain salvation, but most of us, if not all of us, we make our own order. We make our own way to build our way to get into God's heaven. And that came directly from the Tower of Babel. We make up our own life in our minds. We have what we call self-righteousness. We could be so heavenly bound and no earthly good. we on the broad and wide way instead of on the straight and narrow way. Oh, Matthew says, straight is the gate. Narrow is the way that leads to life. Few that be that find it. But broad is the gate. Wide is the way that leads to destruction. Many go thereby. Many go thereby. So you have to be able to come out of the broad and wide way into the straight and narrow path that you can only go by yourself for yourself. You cannot take nobody with you in that straight and narrow path that leads to eternal life. And a lot of time those things that were connected to us, those people that are connected up to us that we think we cannot live with, live without, God brings about a separation, but we as believers go back and get those. Kryptonites and those devils and bring them back into our life which brings us back out of the straight and narrow path into the broad and wide path where we on our way to destruction so today's lesson is warning warning check out your life people me too I have to constantly check out my life with the word Romans 12 and 2 and be not conformed that means shaped after this world system the world system, there has an order that we make our own soul salvations. Where the Bible says, let every man work out his own soul salvation with fear and trembling. But there's a broad and wide way of religions. Where the, the Muslims say, to be saved, I must do it this way. Jehovah Witness say, uh, to be saved, I must do it their way. The Catholics say, I must do it their way. The Christians say, I must do it their way. But the Bible says, what is the Bible's way saying? Let every man work out his own soul salvation with fear and trembling. The straight and narrow path, you can't take nobody with you. You go by yourself, for yourself, for every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. On judgment day, when you kneel before God by yourself, for yourself, God is not going to ask you about your preacher. Your pastor, your mother, who was a pastor, your father, who was a pastor. God is going to ask you about you, and me about me, and what must I do to inherit eternal life? A man came to Jesus said, "Good Master, what good thing must I do to inherit eternal e- eternal life?" Jesus said, "Why dost thou call me? There is none good but the Father in heaven." So what Jesus is telling this man: good people don't go to heaven; good people go to hell. We're, ta- we're talking about warning, warning, people. Let's get with the, what the words say. Not what Bishop so-and-so say or Preacher Pastor so-and-so say. Let's get with what the books say. Paul is saying, and here in Romans 12 and 2, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye might prove what is that good, acceptable, perfect will of God. God is telling us there is a perfect place where God wants us to get. And in order to get to that perfect place of being transformed into the new man, a lot of this old stuff got to be cut off from us. People, places, and things. God separate us from these, from these things, or these things separate themselves from us. But a lot of times us believers go back and get those things that mean us no good. Thus being us condemned because we feel like a lot of women are coming in this place. A piece of man is better than no man. And that is deceptively demonic. Uh, There's old sayings, I could do wrong or bad or by myself. Okay, this today's lesson is warning, warning. Okay, let's go into Luke. What the books say. So, how do I come out of this place? How do I come out of these religions, these systems, or the broad and wide way of Reverend Jim John told me what I got to do to be saved, or Bishop to somebody told me what I got to do to be saved? No. What is the Bible telling me I must do to be saved? So Jesus had a situation when he walked this earth in John 8. And John 8 and 31, when the Jews, Jesus walked this earth, he's in the t- temple, and he's teaching and the Pharisees and Sadducees had already been teaching the people Judaism. Saul, who was became Paul, was transformed himself because Saul was in the religion. Saul tell us what Paul, that he was transformed into the new man. When you're transformed, you get a new new mindset, a new body, a new name. That's why the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature Old things are passed away. Behold, all things come new. Then all things of God. There must be a continuation of salvation. You must be growing from faith to faith to faith. So as you're growing, you're also dying. As you're growing into the new man, the old man is dying out. Don't worry about your feel good. Don't worry about your sins. Keep traveling the straight and narrow path by being obedient to the voice of Christ. There are three voices talking to us every day. The voice of Satan, he'll keep you company all day, and he knows everything about us because he formed us by his spirit. We're born with the, the wrong spirit. That's why Jesus told Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water, that doesn't mean submerged in water, as we were taught in religion. I've been bad to know. Water is spiritual washing of the word. That means learning what the words say. Not the dipping in water. That does not save you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. There's a bad spirit. Spirits are angels. We're born with the wrong spirit. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. David said, I was conceived in sin and shaped in iniquity because of the wrong spirit. Small or less. Spirits of angels, according to Hebrews 1 and 7. We all have an angel. We're born with the wrong angel. Women ask me, well, do babies go to heaven? Well, we got to tell them the truth. Babies are also born with the wrong spirit. That's why Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, whether God has mercy on babies and let them in, we don't know that. I always tell women, you want to know where your baby went? You get a relationship with God, begin to learn his voice, and you ask God for yourself. I'm not going to go into the book and say, all babies go to heaven. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to tell you what the books say. And the book is telling us that we are born with the wrong spirit. The Bible said, train up a child in the way it should go. When he get old, he would not depart. And I, I tell ass women, why is it, mothers, you have to teach your baby to do right? Why is it, mothers, you have to teach your babies to obey you? Who's telling him to disobey you? Oh, that's the sin nature. Okay, that's the, that's the human nature. To disobey, okay, that nature is Satan's nature. It must be crucified. That's why he said, deny thyself, pick up your cross and follow me daily. We must be transformed, people. And as long as we're in religions, we cannot be transformed. There's a straight and narrow path. You have to go and learn God's voice by yourself, for yourself. Your pastor, your priest, your pastor, your apostle, your minister, the evangelist cannot take you to that straight and narrow path. He cannot or she cannot save you. So therefore, title of the lesson, warning, warning people. The Bible is telling that, Isaiah 5 said, hell has enlarged itself with mankind's souls. People are going to hell in herds. I was in a nursing home the other day, and that's an eye-opener. People, if you want an eye-opener, visit a nursing home. People are rotting not knowing what they did in their life, not saying they did things wrong or right, but there's an eye-opener. That could be my expected end. My prayer, Lord, I don't want to rot. I, I, I had an uncle just went to sleep and died. That's how I want to go quick. I don't want to rot for days and months and years. People changing my diaper. I came in here in a diaper. I don't want to leave here in a diaper. Lord, what do you want me to do? I do whatever you tell me to do, Lord, but just don't take me out there that way. Lord, don't don't take me, let the enemy take me out of here cutting off my toes, my feet, my ankles, my legs. Lord, what must I do to be saved? What do you want me to do? Now you're getting real with God. We're talking about getting building a relationship with God that leads to your understanding of what God wants you to do on this earth. You were put on this earth for a mission to do a will, a work of God. But the enemy with his distractions and his children are trying to distract you, keep you in the broad and wide way that you do not find that straight and narrow path that leads to eternal life. It's that simple. To the word. Jesus came into the temple to teach the Jews a word. and uh, John 8 and 31, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. When you believe on Jesus, means that Jesus is inside of you. Your one spirit can dwell in you at one time. We're born with the wrong spirit in us. So the big-ass spirit got to come in, clip that little spirit, kick him out, and give us a little little s spirit that comes from the big-ass spirit. You just don't walk out of a demon. You just don't kick a demon out. The devil... What, what he does is he makes it look like you're delivered, but he just replaces your sin with another sin. All it takes is one sin to wind up in the lake of fire. Just because you don't do the sins the more, don't mean you have forgiveness of the sins. Okay, now listen to what the words say. Christians teach you Jesus died for your sins. That's true enough. But look what the words say. And first John, he said, if ye continue, uh, if ye no, he said, walk in the light as he is in the light, and the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all your sins. But you have to walk in the light. Walk in the light. Walk in the light. What does that mean? It's a process of learning, people. God is saying my people destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Are you being taught the truth? Back here to the word. This is what Jesus is saying to the Jews that believed. First of all, you got to believe the gospel that we're teaching, truth ministries teaching, is truth. And the gospel that you've learned is error. You have to make a choice because truth ministries is showing you and telling you Christianity is full of lies. And the Bible tells us no lie is of the truth. Christianity is full of lies. Christmas, Easter, Good Friday, rapture period, Trinity, Jesus being God, Jesus being the son of all lies. Jesus was the son of David. Jesus Christ is the son of God. The Christ, who we don't know his name, is the Lord our God. He said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. So the Lord our God, who is the son of God, is the Lord our God. Two gods in light, one God in darkness. God the Father, God the Son, and the small G-O-D of this world. Three gods. So when you see these football players make a touchdown and pointing up, guess what God they're pointing to? Satan, the God of this world. The prince of the air when you point up the God of creation is in the third heaven, not the second heaven you're pointing to. It's all about knowledge. He says in John 8, 31, if ye continue in my word, the word of Christ, then you are my disciples indeed. And, uh, and he said, ye shall know the truth. The truth shall make you free. So your goal for today, look for the truth. Learn what you're in, people. Go to your Bible studies of your churches. Go to your Sunday schools. Line up with what you're being taught. You're allowing the preacher to sow seed into your heart, into your soul. Either your spirit is of Satan or your spirit is of Christ. And the devil and Satan got two spirits, two categories. That's why Jesus said, I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions sin and iniquity flesh and the lust of the flesh him got two sides the devil and satan come from the tree of knowledge of good and evil but the same tree i was i, I had a, a vision that i saw about a in a courtroom and there was a young drug dealer that committed murders and everything On the other side of the bench Of a judge So from the tree of knowledge of good and evil We can say the judge is good And the drug dealer evil So we got two sides But yet both On their way to hell The judge that is good And the drug dealer that is evil It's from the same tree Him got two sides people And that is the message today Warning, warning Learn what you in Let's get into the Logos God, we got to be led out of these religions. It's not your religion. Religion comes from the Latin word, will Gary, which means to bind with ligatures to God. God don't want you to be bound to him. God wants to be in you. He said, well, there's two or three assembled into my name. I'm there in the midst. How do I get them out of the midst into my heart? It doesn't happen automatically. There's a process. There's a process that goes from religion, relationship, to an understanding. The system that we're in, this is not God. You cannot serve God and mammon, which is money. And I challenge you, look around you. Are we in the kingdom of God, or is this the kingdoms of this world? You've been listening to Pastor Andre Masters of Truth Ministries. I thank God for our uttermost, uttermost, the uttermost project. Until next time, be blessed.